0: we them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We them nothing
1: but niners. We nothing but
0: niners. We them nothing,
1: nothing, nothing but niners. Click, click, boom! Yeah. 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 What's going on, faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back. We're here to bring you guys another fun-filled episode but before we start we have to handle some business here we gotta take care of some stuff guys listen week three of the nfl is over week four is upon us okay so guys check this out tom brady has returned to new england for the biggest game of the year and the stakes have never been higher at mybookie.ag whether you're backing up the bucks or pets this sunday the game is always more exciting and when you've got more money on it at mybookie.ag so get in on the action and take the time Uh, to go over there and experience the game at a whole new level. Go to mybookie.ag, okay? Both teams are sporting top defenses, and nobody knows each other better than Brady and Belichick. Slow and steady will win this race, but smart money, that's the under. Now, don't wait around. Join mybookie now and bet the biggest game of the season. Use promo code NBN. And double your first deposit. Again, that is promo code NBN to get double your first deposit with my bookie and start your winning season today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.ag. All right. And one more thing for your head tops. <laughs> All right, Tony. It's so on us, bro. We are here, guys. Let me let me put it in a dark color. I'm in an angry mood. I'm in a bad mood. All right, guys. Now listen, I know that the room was created a while ago, and we were gonna we were gonna wait for all the pressure to be done. But I'll be honest with you, man. Uh I listened to Kyle Shanahan, and I don't care what any single player has to say. I, I don't care what any player has to say. I listened to Kyle Shanahan's entire presser. And I got one takeaway from it, all right, just one. It was what he started the entire presser with. I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. Thoughts? No, 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 no. No, no thoughts. Just chill for a second. Uh, Just let him marinate. I'm not going to curse. We got seven minutes before we can curse on here.
0: Right.
1: Kyle Shanahan started the presser with, and I quote, I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. I hate dead air. And I understand exactly what I'm doing right now. So, Tony, I need you to tell me. Did, like, was this a play on words that I'm missing? He played real well. Did he mean to say real whale? Or what about W E L L as in like a well of water? Like, what real as in movie real? Like R E E L and then what? Like, what? How am I interpreting, Kyle? Or maybe you agree. I want your
2: thoughts, my friend. Did Jimmy
1: play real well tonight?
2: No, I, I I don't think we played real well at all. And I know I know the way this fan base thinks, and because what he did in that when we went on that drive to take the lead with a minute and change left, whatever the hell it was. Um, People are going to be like, just forget everything that happened from that point previously, and they're fixated on that one drive that he threw Kyle Juszczyk a touchdown pass, okay? Guys, yes, that pass was great. He got the ball to the fullback juice into the end zone. That's great. But you guys can't be blinded by that. you got to look at everything that happened from that point before, from the first drive, from the second drive, the third drive. There were a lot, a lot, a lot of poor quarterback decisions on Jimmy Garoppolo's part. Okay. Now, let's look at what Kyle Shanahan said. I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. Okay. But – if you listen to maybe another a minute and thirty seconds, one of the beat reporters asked a question, and they and Kyle's response was, "Yeah, well, there was poor execution by some individuals on our offensive side of the ball." Okay, you said Jimmy Garoppolo played well. He struggled that whole point up until that touchdown pass, but. A minute and 30, minute 40, minute 50 seconds later, you're saying that there was poor play, poor execution by individuals on the offensive side of the ball. What what is it? Is there a game being played here? I don't know what it is. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the only poor performance tonight. Okay. I'm also gonna call out a couple guys dropping some passes. Ayuk in the end zone, Debo in the end zone. Okay, that's fine. But I'm also going to call out what I was not impressed with how this defensive, play, how they, what plays were called by the by D'Amico Ryan's on that final drive. Okay, there's no reason why, and I'm not even going to get to the the penalties because I'm not going to sit here and complain about something that I have no control of that we have no control of the play. The penalties were not called. It is what it is. Some penalties were called in our favor. A majority of them were against us. But when you have on that final drive, you literally had Samson Ekubom folded in half like a lawn chair and taken to the ground. You had Bosa tackled on those final drives. That's, that's a problem, okay? That's a big problem in my eyes. Those flags needed to be thrown, and they were not. But it is what it is. Let's take the flags and throw them out the window. Let's talk about the execution of this team. Yes, they lost um, Norman in in the secondary in this game. But to be honest with you, and and, and I'm going to call out Kyle Shanahan on this too, because I know Mike is going to let it rip, and I'm going to call him out for this. This is your first home game in front of fans, since 2019, the NFC Championship game when we went to the Super Bowl. This is the first home game. You're playing the team that you beat in the NFC Championship game, okay, that their offensive line was depleted, okay, and the defense got one sack, all right, not to mention that. But this team came out flat. There's no emotion. They're rocking those beautiful uniforms, all the hype, the hoopla, all this shit about these throwbacks. They're great. Yes, I love them. But allegedly, I read somewhere that they were doing a, a, a little uh, ceremony for the NFC Championship win versus the Green Bay Packers. And they come out like this. That's unacceptable. That I will put on Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to ask everybody in this chat, please stop with the fire Kyle talk, because if you're going to fire him, who are you going to hire? And I can tell you this. I know a couple people in the Giants organization. I know a couple people in Jets organization. I'm not saying the Jets are one of them, but I promise you this. You put Kyle Shannon on the market, he will have a job in less than 24 hours. Do you want to go that route? By all means, go right ahead. Okay? I'm tired of putting 100% of the blame on Kyle. It's got to stop. It has to. Kyle is executing an offense to his quarterback's strength, and it's up to the quarterback to make the throw to make this offensive go. go. Problem is, he's throwing the balls high. He's throwing the balls low. He's throwing the balls behind him. He's throwing the balls behind the line of scrimmage. This is an issue, and everyone's bitching and moaning about these play calls by Kyle Shanahan. What? This is Jimmy throwing the ball. How do you know because Jimmy decides to throw a, a lateral two yards behind the line of scrimmage that that's where Kyle Shanahan wants him to go with the ball? You ever think that that's where he's comfortable in throwing the ball? Like, you got to look at the whole picture, all right? There's guys wanting open every play open. There's one guy I can guarantee you that is open. It has to be executed by Jimmy, and it's not. So this is the frustrating part. There are some positives in this game. Unfortunately, the negatives outweigh the positives, 100%. Okay? I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan's perfect. He's not. But I will tell you this. This game was lost, lost by the poor passing of Jimmy Garoppolo And that final drive of that defense, I'm sorry. Yeah, the defense didn't play good tonight, but the defense was hung out there to dry again because of poor quarterback play. Now, I I don't have anything else to say right now. Mike, I'm going to give you the floor because I know you want to go on a rant, but it's just really sad how if anyone can say Jimmy's the guy, I just can't see how Jimmy's the guy anymore. I'm sorry. I can't see it. You can call me whatever you want. I don't care. But what I, I'm watching the game right now, and I'm already getting disgusted because I'm going back and watching everything after seeing it the first time and what he's leaving on the field. It's not good. Jimmy throws the ball between the numbers, and that's it. That's it. Defenses are taking it away. Please go back and watch this game and look at it. You will see it. I promise you.
1: All right, I'm going to start by reading the contributions that we got here because I want to respect everybody, their views, and their opinions. So <clears throat> I'm going to start there first. What'd you say, Tony?
2: I said, I'm sorry. Right.
1: No, no, you're good, bro. Uh, I don't want to hear it. McBain, thank you for the $4.99 contribution with the first one. It says, Jimmy literally gave the Packers the three points to beat us. Literally. I know exactly what drive you're talking about, I know exactly what happened. Hey, Amen. You know, people are going to still defend Jimmy, bro. Uh, Saul Valdez, the same thing, 499 contribution says I feel we were expecting to win rather than playing to win. And, uh, I can't, I can't disagree with what you're saying there. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty sad when it goes down the way that it does, uh, you know, like that, but here we are, you know, um, Yeah, we didn't go out there, and it, it never looked like we felt like we had to earn it. We were just kind of going through the motions today. And I thought that it would all change today. So, Saul, I agree with you. Um, Mas Draw Draw. Sorry if I ruined your name. Thanks for the five dollar contribution. Jimmy's fumble in the fourth killed us, literally. Bottom line. That's why we lose by two points. Yeah. Uh there's there's gonna be a lot of people pointing fingers and you know putting blame on different people in different situations people are going to blame the defense people are going to blame jimmy people are going to blame kyle people are going to blame the lack of running backs play call people are going to point a lot of fingers but i'm only going to speak for myself tonight but i do understand and 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 respect what you're saying but yeah I, i i like that contribution also uh this is the last one no it's not the last one i'm sorry uh gerald roden thanks for the 499 contribution Jimmy set the tone because he came out so flat, we lost momentum. The announcers saying it the whole damn game. Yeah, it was obvious. Jimmy was just, I mean, I I didn't see I didn't see Jimmy Garoppolo out there tonight. I saw someone out there just, just lining up. I, I'll try to elaborate a little bit more. Uh King PJ, thank you for the contribution zero adjustments to defend Adams in crunch time shaking my head i don't agree with that they made adjustments but i think they played some head games i think they tried the we'll put a safety over you we'll do the one-on-one we'll press you we'll put you in zone i think they played a little too many games instead of finding one way that worked and sticking with it Uh, i saw them doing a couple different things with them throughout the game all right um sorry guys i'm still gonna i'm still trying to find the contributions here is this the last one where to go i just saw one gray fox gray fox 198 thank you for the five dollar contribution uh when are going when are going to start holding okay when are we going to start holding kyle shanahan accountable three losing seasons out of four can't draft in first rounds ignores the cornerback needs It's off season enough you know gray <clears throat> actually glad you're the last contribution here because this gives me a lot to talk about when are we going to start holding kyle Shanahan accountable that's where my rant is going to start but three losing seasons out of four he didn't have a quarterback i can't i'm not going to blame him for that uh can't draft in the first rounds i'm not even going to blame him for that i think most of the first round picks were a product of john lynch as opposed in the defensive staff as opposed to Kyle Shanahan. We got Mike McGlinchey and we got Brandon Ayuk, but Brandon Ayuk was the second first-round pick. I Was there another first-round pick that was on the offensive side of the ball, Tony, that you could think of since they've been here?
2: Just Ayuk, that's it. Ayuk and, and Mike Trent. McGlinchey? And, and Mike McGlinchey, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't think of another one. Um Because year one, they took Ruben and Solly. Year two, they took McGlinchey. Year three, they took so
1: I I can't say that Uh, ignores the cornerback needs this offseason enough I can't even agree with that only because they have addressed the cornerback position over and over and over again they can't control the injuries guys I will never hold injuries against a team uh was finally healthy played top five corner and got hurt that's not on them they thought that he was back to play uh so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold that against them and they were smart enough and I'm going to say it again. They were smart enough to even give Jason vert just a one-year deal because idiots like myself said, hey, give him a two- or three-year deal because he's already almost 30 years old. So they were smarter than I was in that situation. So I won't use revisionist history to pass judgment on these guys. But here's what I here's what I want to start with. You said, when are we going to start holding Kyle Shannon accountable? That was your very first question. And the quote that we're starting tonight's show with is, I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. That is how Kyle Shanahan answered the first question of the presser today. I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. Nothing about this sentence invokes trust in the rest of your team. Nothing about this sentence makes the fan base believe anything you say going forward. Nothing about this sentence says that we should give a damn about what Kyle Shanahan thinks. Tony, I've spent the last three months defending everything Kyle Shanahan has said. It's not a competition. And everyone said, well, why the hell do you give up all those picks if it's not a competition? Kyle's lying. He wants Trey to take it. No, he doesn't. I'm telling you guys, no, he doesn't. Because Kyle said it's not a competition. It's not a competition. Whenever Trey is ready, they're going to put Trey in. That's the bottom line. That part can still be true. But I was defending him. It's not a competition. That's what Kyle said. Kyle said, I'm going to put whoever in I feel gives us the best chance to win. Then I watch a game like tonight and I'm forced to reflect on the Eagles game. Now that's back to back. I have to look at this and what I saw in real time and what I saw last week and I have to put these games together and I have seen inadequate quarterback play for eight consecutive quarters now eight consecutive quarters probably more if we want to be real about how that that Lions game ended when we needed Jimmy to just get us down the field to score he didn't we relied on a defensive stop in that game following turnovers those turnovers weren't on Jimmy albeit those were not his fault they I repeat those turnovers were not his fault but we still relied on defensive stops to even win that game, right? So now I have to look at how Kyle Shanahan started this presser. I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. Well, Kyle, if you honestly believe that, you are leaving no choice but to think and believe that you have no idea what a good quarterback looks like. I cannot in good faith and good conscience believe That Kyle truly thinks Jimmy played real well tonight. Tony, earlier in the day today, you text the group and you said, Matt Stafford looks awesome. And I said, looks good. He looks like a serviceable quarterback. He looks like a good quarterback. But I wouldn't say awesome. I downplayed what I saw from Matt Stafford. I mm-hmm. talked you down from awesome. I, not, I didn't change your mind, but I was talking you down from your level of awesome to me saying, no, it was just good quarterback play. This guy is getting the play call and he's executing, making some read, making some decisions. He's just executing. <laughs> All of a sudden, the bar is different because if we compare what Matt Stafford did, who plays in our division, who plays in our system, To what Jimmy did tonight, for four whole quarters, minus two plays,
2: it's a night and day difference. Do you do you realize Stafford put up three hundred yards and four touchdowns right on a Super Bowl defense? I understand they were banged up at the corner spot. I understand that, but Jimmy. Versus depleted defense, their best pass rusher, Uh, one of their corners sat out. I understand he wasn't the greatest, but there was injuries on that side of the ball, and he struggled. He looked like an average. I I don't even want to say average. It listen, Jimmy Garoppolo is never going to be an Aaron Rodgers type quarterback. He's never going to be a uh, a stat i'm a clown
1: thank you
2: let me here Let me listen <laughs> listen
1: listen ollie bear thank you for the contribution professors i'm too upset to comment but i am here and this is for y'all thank you very much because i'm about to keep uh. going i'm going to keep going ollie we really really appreciate the contribution i do and i'm going to let us sit up there for a little bit because you know yeah i thought jimmy played real well tonight i don't think jimmy played okay tonight jimmy played a game that i would expect nick Mullins to come in here and play i would expect cj Bethard to have a better game than what i saw from jimmy garoppolo tonight in fact i dare you to look up the numbers from when cj Bethard played the packers last i bet you those numbers are better because Jimmy Garoppolo was confined to one little area of the field. One little tiny bubble in between the numbers that's beyond the the, bar, the line of scrimmage, and everything else is behind it. Jimmy Garoppolo's play is shaped like... What, what You know, what's the shape that I'm talking about? You see it tattooed on people. It's a line, but it's got a little bump in the middle of it. It's a line, a bump, and then a line again. It's like an upside-down, like... um. I don't know what the shape is called. It looks like an upside down horseshoe. Yeah, line going across it. Yeah, that's Jimmy Garoppolo's passing area. It's behind the line of scrimmage, and then that little bump right in front. And even that, he wasn't doing well. I two consecutive
2: games, Tony. I just want to say something, and there were several points on the live stream where I looked up, and the safeties were inside ten yards. The safeties. We're inside 10 yards. Because there's no threat That's of Jimmy going it. And you wonder why they couldn't get their run game going on the edges with the, with the jet sweeps. They were jumping it. They knew. They knew Jimmy can't throw the ball. Like, I, I just don't. But here, here's where Kyle
1: loses me, Tony. Everything you're saying is right. The defense had Jimmy figured out. Okay? So the plays that they give you, you have to take advantage of. Jimmy never did. Not one time tonight did he take advantage of what was given to him. Now, people are going to point to, hey, well, there was a drop touchdown pass. Yeah, that was one play. That's cool. What about the entire rest of the game? What about the fumble? What about the passes behind the line of scrimmage? What, what about, about standing in a clay pocket and running into a sack? He like, took what? three straight sacks at one point? We sit and we try oh, to sit and here and make excuses. Tony... People are going to tell us. This is what they're going to tell us. They're going to say, "Well, Jimmy got us the lead at the end of the game. He threw the pass that needed to get us in the end zone, or he he had the drive that got us all the way down there." Kudos
2: to him.
3: Yes,
1: no, 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 no. No kudos to him. Kudos to the refs who gave us two first downs on that same drive. Kudos to the refs that gave us two first downs. On that same drive when jimmy was struggling to move the ball or kudos to george kittle who caught a two-yard pass and ran it for a first down on third and ten or kudos to Debo samuels who had to jump up in the middle of the field and take a hit across the middle on another third and ten let me tell you guys something let me tell you guys something if your team is down by six and i and i tell you that the only way you have a chance of winning this game is if you get two pass interference calls and convert two third and tens on the same drive, you're going to tell me, well, then forget it. Because that doesn't happen in the NFL. And Jimmy was gifted that. Jimmy was given four first downs, bailed out by his receiver, bailed out by his tight end, bailed out by the officials twice on that last drive in order to get that touchdown. Okay? Okay. That is not normal football. You are not given that many yards that many times on one drive with the game on the line. That is an anomaly. That's not normal. And so you can't sit here and tell me, good job, Jimmy. We should not have ever even had a lead in this game. The Packers led from start to finish, as far as I'm concerned. I know they won at the end. I know we had a one-point lead at the end. That was all a gift. We started that other show with what? Ball, don't lie. Tony, we were never in this game, and it was all because of our quarterback. The one night that we needed to rely on the passing game because we didn't have any running backs with experience in the system, like I said, we didn't see any of those guys get a rock carry tonight. Not a single one of those other guys. It was Juice, it was Sermon, and it was Debo. That was it. Four other guys active, none of them got a touch because Kyle knew they weren't ready. and so he trusted in his quarterback to execute the plays that I'm calling for you. and Jimmy couldn't do it. We all saw it. We all saw it. Yeah, he had two two passes that looked like, okay, good job, Jimmy. And they weren't phenomenal passes, nothing down the field that impressed me. But for Kyle to come out and say, Jimmy played well. It's a flat-out lie. It's a slap in the face of the 68,000 people who were there in that stadium. It's a slap in the face of the 2 million people that were watching at home. It's a lie to the faithful, and Kyle has to be better than that. Why is it he can go to the podium and critique every other player, but Jimmy gets the pats on the back? Why is Jimmy Garoppolo still getting coddled, Tony? We traded up. Jimmy knows his fate. Why are we still coddling this clown? Explain it to me.
2: Help me understand, man. I, I Mike, there's no explanation. I, I honestly, I honestly don't, I don't, I don't know. right? And, and this, it, uh, I I feel that if I, I'll say this the 49ers were, were Jimmy Garoppolo was dropped into 49ers' lap. I still think Kyle wanted Kirk Cousins. And I will say this, I think Kirk Cousins would – I don't want to say it, but probably could have won that Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins as quarterback. Um, I, I feel that they were shocked. They were just giving it offer for that. They couldn't say no to because they had no quarterback at the time, so they took a shot. He went, came out in five and all. They forced their hand and given him into a contract extension. And, like, you know – they're bashing Kyle for not drafting Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers for not uh, uh, Mahomes or Watson. The Kyle got hired after the Super Bowl in February. The freaking the the the, the combine is mid February. He went to the combine with no staff, partial staff, partial sc- scouting staff with a the GM. They scouted. They put no time into the quarterback. How can they? Because he was still assembling his staff. And everybody wants to, like, freaking point the finger at Kyle saying this, 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 Kyle's this, Kyle's that. Kyle. Well, 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 let me ask you something. If Kyle's that bad, please fire him and tell me who you want to replace him with. That's, That's why I would me. love to know. I don't want to replace him, but I don't want Kyle pissing on me and telling me it's
1: rain. That's what that comment is tonight. There's a difference. I don't want anyone other than Kyle, but I want Kyle to be real about the situation we're in because these are all grown men that are playing on this team. These are all people who are prepared. These guys are at jobs. And every week is your evaluation. Mm -hmm. Your evaluation is not in practice. That is not where the NFL evaluation is for your job. It is what you do on that field. And Jimmy Garoppolo was not performing to the expectations of his head coach or his teammates. And for Kyle to come out and say, I think Jimmy had played well, really well, is a flat out lie. He can't keep doing that to us. You can't keep putting pig uh, lipstick on this fucking pig. You can't keep doing it, bro. And I'm not saying that he's gotta go with Trey. I I never once said, switch to Trey. My complaint is with the coddling of Jimmy Garoppolo. That is my only complaint. Jimmy Garoppolo is not above reproach. You can critique this guy. I swear to God you can critique Jimmy. He has no problem doing it with any other player on the roster. But for some reason, he won't do it to this guy. Jimmy knows he's not going to be here. He knows what we gave up. Why is he still doing it? Hey, Gerald, thanks for the count. Kyle is full of it. Let's be real. If Lance hadn't have scored that first touchdown, uh, would have would this have even been a close game? Momentum, uh, Brandon Trejo. Thank you for the contribution. Are you ready? Two and three start. Trey starts after the buy. Let me try to get to the other contributions because they're piling up. And I'm sorry, guys. I am. I am. I'm pissed off. And I'm, I'm not mad that we lost, guys. I keep seeing people say, "Well, if Trey was in there, it would have been worse." Maybe, but Trey's a rookie. Trey is not an eight-year veteran making over twenty-five million dollars a year.
2: And that's if your, gonna
1: lose, that's, 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 that's your question. Put that's Trey it. in then. That's fine. I can lose with Trey, sir, with Trey, with Trey Lance. I'm okay with that. But don't keep losing with this guy making this much goddamn money and then telling me he played well. He didn't play well. The faithful deserve a better fucking answer than that, Kyle. Joshon Page, what up, Niner gang? D line sucks. If you can't get sacks on a weak offensive line, the D line sucks. Six sacks in three games. All right, I respect your opinion. I don't agree with your opinion, but I respect your opinion. Any comment or response to this, Tony? I gotta, I gotta grab another
2: comment. But uh, I, I think that it, uh, they did what exactly what I said they were going to do. They were going to take the defensive line out of the game. They were going to get the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands as quick as possible. And they did that all night long. And they did it all night long. All night. I told you.
1: We said it. Aaron Rodgers would rather throw an incomplete. than take the sack. And that's what they did all night long. How many times did you see Aaron Rodgers just throw it to the sideline, turn around and go, shit? Yep. You saw it multiple times. Every time uh, Aaron Rodgers did that, it was supposed to be a sack. He felt the pressure, but he's a cerebral quarterback. He'll get rid of the ball. You cannot. They had had
2: one sack tonight. I think they probably could have had another three. At least. At least.
1: James Jefferson says, and thanks for the contribution. Kyle is using Jimmy's incompetence to win over the locker room. What do you guys think? Um, I, I can't wrap my brain around this right now. Maybe I've had too many whiskey
2: sours, but you you give me your thoughts, Tony. I don't know how to take this. I mean, why would he use his incompetence to Listen, like Jimmy, like as, as
1: in like Jimmy's so bad. You guys gotta
2: trust me, not him. I, I, yeah, like I'm, not, I'm gonna tell you right now. After tonight's performance, it's gonna start to come to a head in that locker room. Guys are getting tired of it, man. These, these guys, guys are running. These,
1: these guys are running good routes. The offensive line is one of the best in the goddamn league. Do you hear me? This offensive line is is top ten. It's top five. Tony, don't they're know. buying him time, and Jimmy is literally running into sacks happened twice tonight literally turned and ran into a set jimmy had a fumble where nobody touched him bro yes yes there's gonna be tension in this locker room because they're gonna wa- they're gonna want to know why we're still rallying behind this clown and then the head coach goes to the podium and the first thing out of his mouth is jimmy played real well tonight And then he goes and critiques the offensive line? You critique the line? Come on, man. Ron, thank you for the contribution. He says, I hate to say this, but expect the offense remain stagnant if Jimmy remains our quarterback. The Packers stacked the box and took away our strength. They dared Jimmy to beat him, and Jimmy couldn't do it. They dared Jimmy to beat him, beat them, and he couldn't do it. Is Kyle trying to get high trade value for Jimmy? Bro, the whole league sees the film. Words at the podium are not going to increase this guy's trade value. And that's my problem. I can't come up with a logical explanation as to why Kyle is still doing this anymore. We've got eight and a half, nine quarters of this play from Jimmy, and Kyle is still saying, Jimmy played real well. Well, gee golly, it's not everyone's fault but his. We've got people mad at a defensive coordinator whose players had to live on the field tonight, Tony. You understand what I'm saying? We have people mad at this guy who is trying his damnedest to control Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. You know what I'm saying? He's trying everything he can to keep these guys in a bubble. And we're going three and out. We got turnovers. We're running in the sacks. We're giving good field position. And they think we're supposed to pitch a shutout.
2: Let me explain something to you. If the defense was really as bad as it was, this score should have been a lot higher. We turned the ball over in positive field position for the Packers, and they only kicked, what, they got two field goals off turnovers?
1: Two field goals, and they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. That's three yes. scoring p- drives that we gave them. Three scoring drives that we gave them. And we took one away with our defense on the goal line, and they're blaming the defense, Tony.
2: Yeah. So I I think, listen, the, the, on the last drive, yes, the defense didn't play good. Maybe the calls weren't great, but I will tell you this. Three – took possession on three, three times, and – positive field position for the Packers and to shut them down once and only give up six points for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Abel. Listen, Abel, you should be the coach of the 49ers. Okay. Because you seem to know everything. All right. Yeah. The run game was not work. We have zero run game. Okay. And I think that's tied to the injuries that have been suffered to this team. But, you know, Tony, wait, 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 before you keep going, don't blame it on the injuries. Blame it on being
1: down two scores after two possessions. By the- I was going to
2: go into that, but this is the problem. And the reason why Jimmy Garoppolo played as poorly as he did is because there was no run game, because we were behind, and it forced Kyle to become one-dimensional. Now, if you know Kyle Shanahan as much as you know you, say you know him, Kyle's offense is predicated on the play action, on the run game that sets up play action pass. If you can't run, Kyle can't run his offense. Do you see where the lines connect and the lines – everything works in together? So maybe you should go back and maybe watch the game and take your own notes and find out what really was going on in this game because I'm tired of you knocking people's comments and knocking Mike and myself when we're trying to explain this to you, okay? We don't have to do this. We do this because we love 49ers football, and we want to give you guys everything we know or we see or our opinions, okay? So do me a favor. Cut the bullshit out. Tony's
1: nice and y'all. If It's not illuminated on my screen. I'm not even reading it. Uh, I don't want to hear it. McB- <laughs> McBain. Thanks for the contribution it Says Dante. Whitner is going off on postgame live calling for Trey Lance to start. You're dead on Mike. I'm not asking for people to agree with me. I'm asking for people to disagree with me. I'm here to overreact and tell you guys how I feel. And I am mad at Kyle for his comments. It's that simple. 49ers Jeff, thanks for the contribution, my brother. He says, I blame the DC for this loss. Poor defense. And see, that's fine. The defense did get poor at certain times, but the defense was tired. It's a ebb and flow. It's the yin and yang. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Right? It's physics. Okay? If the offense keeps going three and out and having turnovers and giving the ball up in, in pot or negative for us, positive field uh, possession, right? The defense is going to break at some point. There's only so much a really, really good defense can do. And who says we have a really, really good defense? We were playing with fourth string corners, guys. The defense needed help from the offense. Why are we trying to sit here and put this on people who aren't here? The healthy side of the ball was the passing game today wasn't the run game, wasn't the secondary on the defense. It was the defensive line. They played fire, lights out. The strengths of this team today were the defensive line, the offensive line, and the passing game. Passing game let us down. Offensive line played lights out. Defensive line played lights out. Every time we were going to get a sack, Aaron Rodgers threw it away or completed a pass to somebody. Why? Because there's a weakness in the secondary. Step back and look at this from a logical perspective. Ask yourselves, what were the strengths going into this game? And then ask yourselves if the strengths lived up to their side. Offensive line? Yeah, they lived up to their side. Defensive line? Yeah, they lived up to their side. We had George Kittle. We had Brandon Ayuk. We had Debo Samuel. We had Jimmy Garoppolo. We had Kyle Juszczyk. All five of those guys were healthy. You can keep going with the healthy wide receivers. Trent Shurfield, Muhammad Sanu, all those pieces were healthy. Why weren't we productive in the past game? Don't tell me you wanted to run the ball because we only had Trey Sermon. who had one carry before tonight. One carry as a 49er before tonight. So you can't tell me that it's on the defensive coordinator when his whole secondary is depleted. You can't tell me it's on him because the fucking offense couldn't maintain a drive without penalties. We didn't have a first down or a scoring drive that did not involve penalties all night long. Not one. Every scoring drive we had resulted because we had penalties to sustain the drive. That's pathetic. That is sad because that was the healthy side of the ball. But I'm not yelling at you, Jeff. I understand why you're mad at it because we had a one point lead with less than a minute. We should have held on. I get being upset about that. I am not going to take away from that. I'm with you. I wish we could have held on. I really, really do. Bracket the shit out of Adams in that situation. But the truth is, if we were being really honest with ourselves, we should have never had a lead in the first place. That last drive that we scored on involved two first down penalties and two miraculous third and 10 conversions. That's not normal. You don't get those breaks on one drive when when your team is down six points. That's not normal. We should have never been in that position in the first place and we should have never been out of that position In the first place, the game should have never been that far out of reach. Why were we that far out of reach? I put that on Jimmy and the passing game, Kyle Shanahan. And then he goes up there and says, Jimmy played well, big des. Thanks for the contribution. Cousins was in full command against the Hawks and put on a clinic. Jimmy is limited at best. Lance got in the game and seemed like the stadium rose up. They did because they wanted to see him. They wanted to see what Lance can do. That's exactly what happened. They wanted to see Lance. We knew that Lance was going to get in for a couple of plays, and then Jim uh, and then Kyle tries to downplay even that. No, we don't tell Lance when he's going to go in because it depends on the package and down and distance. Well, that's not true. You want to know how I know that's not true? Because you put Lance in on third and one and you let him get the touchdown. Well, we had seven other third and ones and you didn't put him in then. So it's not about down and distance. Kyle is lying to us and wants us to just keep rocking and riding with it. And I can't keep doing it. I have been the biggest Kyle Shanahan supporter and I'm running out of it. I, I can't keep defending it, guys. I can't. It's not because I don't want to. I can't. I can't logically sit here and say, yeah, Kyle, you're right. I thought Jimmy played real well tonight. All right, Tony, I talked about Jimmy Garoppolo for 45 minutes. <laughs> I, no, that's not true. It's not true. I talked about Kyle's comment on Jimmy Garoppolo for 45 minutes. And if you guys didn't like that, I'm sorry. And let me, let me tell you this I'm still holding it back. I'm still keeping it inside. I got so much more I got to say about that in particular. Hey, Kyle-
2: Kyle- Michael. Did you get EZ Tino's uh, contribution? He's saying, uh, he. I guess he's saying he sent it. He said no love on a $10 uh, donation. I, I highlighted all the ones I saw. Uh,
1: type it out one more time, EZ, and, and I'll pop it up. You don't have to make a contribution. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So I apologize. If you want to type it up. Please feel free to do so. So <clears throat> the game is over, Tony. They're
2: saying that Jimmy played well. that That's their opinion. If they feel Jimmy played well, then fine. Jimmy played well. But I just can't see how, I mean, oh, I, I whatever. Jimmy played well, and that's it. I don't know. and I don't know. It's very, it's very – let me tell you something. It's very frustrating to watch this team. I'm sorry. Green Bay is a good team, but – Oh,
1: we should have beat – all right, yeah, let me sure I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you. I'm going on mute, so I don't cut you off.
2: I No, you could have said. We're talking. It's open. We're, there's no – this is free talk, man. You want to talk, say it. I, I just feel that was Green Bay – Technically, that much better than this team. What was it? I mean, if you, uh, whatever, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. I don't. I will say this though: the defense was disappointing. I I will agree with people in here in the final, the final drive where they kicked the field goal to win the game. Yes, the defense did not play up to par in the back end. I will agree with that, one hundred percent. So, if you want to say the defense lost the game on that last drive, that's fine. But there's more than that last drive in this game that was poor on Jimmy's side of the ball. Like, do you guys remember what the friggin' Atlanta Falcons offense looked like when Kyle was the play caller there? It looks nothing like this. It looked – our offense does not look anything like that Atlanta offense. Why? Why? Please tell me why. I I – I would love to know why. I know why, but I want to know why you guys feel that it's Kyle and not Jimmy, but when Kyle was a play corner in Atlanta, they were top top three offense. I just don't understand why is there like this barrier around Jimmy Garoppolo. Guys, he's not the future of the 49ers. This team traded up to get a rookie. Trey Lance, like, I don't understand. You guys want to keep this kid around? I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's very frustrating, guys, because I'll, I'll tell you what. If Jimmy was an average quarterback, we win this game. If he wasn't limited to five yards down the field, in the center of the field, and, like, you know, flat passes and laterals or behind the line of scrimmage throws, we win this game. Like, I I just don't understand. Like, and I'm not knocking Jimmy as a person, but everyone's so quick to blame Kyle with the play call. Why did we bring Kyle Shanahan to the 49ers? Because of what his offense did at Atlanta. Do you see an issue here? Like, they're they're, – Whatever.
1: I don't know. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, bro. Someone just
2: said in here, Atlanta had a better offensive line. Okay, well, let's see. We have their center that was on that Super Bowl team. We have the best left tackle right now in the NFL. And so, by the way, Mike mcglinchy has been playing lights out this season. Exactly. He clearly needed to add weight. So I just don't understand why. And, and guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm watching the game. I'm at the second quarter with eight minutes, eight minutes mark in the second quarter. And Kyle is on the sideline flipping out. Why is he flipping out?
1: Why is he flipping out? Because no one's coming through for his quarterback. I guess based based off of his comment, that's got to be what it means, Tony. Based off of his comment, Jimmy played really well tonight. So if Jimmy played so good, you tell me why he's upset then. Right? It's got to be somebody else other than Jimmy. Was it George Kittle's fault?
2: Mike, I don't don't know. I don't know anymore. What
1: about Brandon Ayuk, who finally showed up tonight?
2: The league has figured out Kyle.
1: (laughs) Mark, thanks for the contribution, my man. He says Jimmy didn't play bad. He played like Jimmy. What's new? he played like the same dude that made us trade up. Mark, you know <clears throat> you know I wanted to disagree with your statement here. Jimmy didn't play bad, he played like Jimmy, right? But there is a good Jimmy that is accurate across the middle from 7 to 15 yards. We didn't even get that Jimmy. We did though, get the same Jimmy that made us trade up. This kind of play in the postseason is exactly why we traded up. You are one hundred percent right, Mark. He, this is this is the perfect comment right here. He played like Jimmy. We knew this, Tony.
2: We knew this was Jimmy. But the sad thing is, I thought Jimmy was able. With Jimmy's skill set and ceiling, I thought Jimmy could win this game.
1: Bro, that's what I thought. They told me all offseason that Jimmy had his best offseason he's had here in four years. They told me Jimmy looked like a new man. He was playing with new energy, was more decisive. He was getting rid of the ball quickly. I mean, they gassed this guy up as if they had some kind of vested interest that none of us knew about. They sat here and tried to tell us that Jimmy was the one. In fact, Jimmy's playing so well that he's keeping Trey at bay. I'm not buying it no more, man. I'm not buying it. I, w- I am happy to say, let me let me read this. L Zeke. Kyle sucks. Jimmy sucks. We are done for the season. Hey, bro, you know what? As much as I want to disagree with you, if Kyle wants to keep Jimmy in here, I'm 100% on board with this comment. If Kyle's going to keep Jimmy in here doing this, this kind of quarterback play that we've seen for two straight games now, if he's going to keep Jimmy in here for two straight games playing like this, and not be willing to make a change. Yes, we are done for the season. Absolutely. No doubt about it. None at all. I can't disagree with that. I can't. And I want to because I love Kyle Shanahan. You guys know Kyle I think is the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. I'm starting to think he's not a good head coach though, Tony. Is there a difference? Help me out.
2: Well, the the offensive coordinator and play caller, he's just responsible for your offense. The the coach, the head coach end of it, you're responsible for the whole team. And and I mean, I, I don't really, I don't even know. I, I'm not even gonna try to explain it or try to make rhyme a reason of it because no matter what you say, it's not Jimmy's fault, it's the defense's fault, it's Kyle's fault, it's everybody else's fault, but Jimmy.
1: You know, I was listening to um NFL Network early this morning. It was probably around 11, 11.30. They were doing this show with all these different veterans on and things like that. And there was, there was all these people on the air, Michael Irvin. Um, they had Nate Burleson in. On Michael Irvin, Nate Burleson, and Kurt Warner were doing this section. It was like a players-only section, right? And what was interesting was it was their topic on the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields getting his first start, right? And they said, you guys have been in these positions. Kurt, you were the first – time quarterback going in there you know you were the backup getting the start for the first time they said michael and and nate you guys have been in there when your quarterback went down you had to come in and prepare to play with a backup a young guy or someone different what was your mindset and michael irvin goes on and and so does nate Burleson. they kind of echoed each other they said that you know uh when you know that the young guy is coming in or the backup is coming in to start the game. We say, Hey, don't go out, don't go out there and overdo anything. Be yourself. Let us take on the burden. We'll play harder for you. You know, you just be yourself and don't mess that up. You be you, we'll do the rest. And Kurt said, you know, I had to go in there and I had to replace somebody that was better than me and people didn't want to see me. And people were like, oh man, not that guy. He says, but when we were in the huddle. We were in the locker room. They said, "Hey, it's all of us against all of them. It's not you against them. We got your back, right?" Mm-hmm. That's oh man, that's a that's a good that's a good heartfelt story. Like listen to that. And they were reflecting on Justin Fields getting his snap, right? Justin Fields getting his first start in the NFL, and the, and the wide receivers reiterated, "Hey, man, listen, get us the ball. We'll fight just a little bit harder for you if we can do it." You know what I'm saying? We're going to go out there and we're, we we know we got to do a little bit extra because we got a rookie in here or we got a new guy. He, and they said that's what the wide receivers are going to do. They're going to play harder. Well, why can't we do that here? Because I see George Kittle take a two-yard pass, break three tackles to gain 11 yards on a third and 10 to win the game. That's what I saw tonight. I saw that happen. Tony, you saw that happen. Uh I saw Debo on a third and 10 to to, to win the game, that drive, Uh go up high across the middle and make a miraculous catch, probably thinking I'm going to get my ribs broken, but I got to do it for this guy. They had that same exact mentality that Michael Irvin and Nate Burleson discussed. They said, hey, we got to do this for the quarterback because we know – it's his first start. He's not the guy. He's filling in. We got to play a little bit harder. Everything that Michael Irvin and Nate Burleson described is exactly what I saw from our receivers today. Even Mohammed Sanu looked like he was playing with a little extra giddy up to compensate for that guy coming in off the bench. But you know what, Tony? This was the starter all along. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this wasn't a guy coming off the bench this wasn't the rookie this was the eight year veteran making 25 million dollars a year that these guys had to go out there and play like that for kyle you can't justify it anymore big dog kyle shanahan i love you man but you can't keep doing this you can't keep telling us is that when it's not that we've seen it bro it's over. You can't. You you cannot keep telling us this. We're not buying it. Any- I'm not buying. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. I'm not buying it anymore, Kyle. I'm not. That's it. I'm not buying it anymore. You have to be better. You have to make better decisions. I'm still in your corner. I still got your back. But as long as you tell me that what we saw tonight was really good from the quarterback position. I don't trust anything you say about the quarterback position. Not a single word. Sorry. All right. I know you don't care. You're going to go out there and you're going to do your job anyway. But it's not just me, Kyle. The faithful are going to lose faith in your assessment of the quarterback position. Because what we saw tonight was not enough to win the game. Against a bad team, it was not enough. I said it. The Packers tonight were a bad Team, they also relied on a ton of penalties and bad calls to go in their favor. All right, so they're a bad team too, but we weren't as bad as as bad off as they were, and it should have never been this close. Teron Bams, thank you. He says, This L scares me to see the rest of the season. You're absolutely right because the next couple of games are going to be way worse. Arizona's not going to play that soft. Arizona is going to come out here and try to punch us in the mouth. It's in the message, and we are now third in the division. Just like that. Just like that, we're third in the division. Where are these contributions at? I'm trying to find them, guys. Bear with me for whatever reason. My mouse is deciding. Like my my mouse pad is really fucking up. All right, here we go uh elzick again five dollar contribution if we can't beat green bay how are we gonna beat seattle we won't arizona we won't or rams we definitely won't that's what i mean we are done for the season i'm with you i'm one of, tony
2: no it's, we try to find a team on there that we can beat. it's definitely concerning it it's i i as of right now i can't see i i can't i can't see it it's it's uh know. If What I want to know is if the 49ers, let's just say they, they he missed the field goal, right? We'll just say hypothetically he missed the field goal. We win the game, okay? Are you still content with Jimmy as the quarterback? Like, Are people mad at Kyle
1: Shanahan? Tony, I came on here last week and told people do not let the results of the game sway how you feel about the game. I would have came in here and had the same exact passion and vigor had we won this game. What we saw tonight was a monstrosity of quarterbacking. That is not acceptable quarterbacking. If we saw what we saw tonight from Nick Mullins, we would be saying bench him. That is a fact. That is a fact. If Nick Mullins came out there and played like what we saw Jimmy do tonight, we'd be saying, oh, my God, we need another quarterback. But for whatever reason – Jimmy keeps getting, I don't know if it's if it's his fucking chin. Is it his smile that people like? And I was pissed off at the end of the game when he's running to go shake Aaron Rodgers' hands and he's fucking smiling. I don't want to see a single one of your pearly whites. Not one of them. You got the nerve to be showing me all 32. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? What are you smiling about? Fucking Idiot. Dude on YouTube, thanks for the $10, got 9 99 contribution. The DBs are going to get abused all season, and Jimmy is going to kill this offense with his limited passing. He keeps getting bailed out by great plays, but he's still a bad. Yes, yes, somebody who gets it. Somebody who gets it. This is it right here. We need the offense to score points, so that way when they're attacking the DBs, our defensive line can be attacking the quarterbacks. This is all one big trickle-down effect. That's what this is. Our defense can sustain and win games as long as our offense can put up points. I told you guys, this is year five. It's time for Kyle's offense to carry the defense, not the other way around. He's been here too long for this to still be happening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's too long. What else do you want after five seasons? Tell me, what are we supposed to do, bro?
2: <laughs> I don't know, Mike. I don't know. I just can't. It's so aggravating. It really is.
1: I'm going home, man. Let me read these contributions. I'm going home. But dude, on oh, I missed the 4.99 contribution. Where'd it go? There's one up here. No, no. There's a blank one up here. But there was one with words. Dante 8398. Oh, there was one more. It was on my screen. I went to click it and it disappeared. It got lost. I'm so sorry, guys. I was trying to get to them all. I'm sorry, guys. I am. I, I was trying to kick, click them all, man. This is frustrating. We the faithful deserve better. You guys understand what my rant is about tonight? It's not about the results of the game. I'm okay with losing. I don't want to lose with Jimmy playing the way that he played. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know I've you been, want
3: to talk to me, right? Oh, I've been looking <laughs> for you.
1: I've been I've been looking for you. Zero Salmon says I hate. Jimmy Garoppolo, regardless if we win games with him, I refuse to get a jersey, and I cringe when people wear 10, like he's Joe Montana. I want you to know, Zero, that I'm sending my daughters to school tomorrow. One of them is going to be wearing a Joe Montana jersey, and the other one's going to be wearing a Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. I got the Jimmy Garoppolo jersey when I went to the game in November in 2019. Our record was incredible, and we ended up going to the Super Bowl that season, but it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, thanks for the contribution. I do appreciate it. Brian. Yeah, I got a whole. I, I got. Let me take this contribution off. Yeah. And I want you to see the comment here.
3: I saw that. Yeah, I, I uh, we, we saw that on the way back that you were that you had like lost your mind over that. Which is it's warranted as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I texted you guys where I, tw- I tw- uh I, have your not, tweet or... I, I haven't picked up my
1: phone since we started the show.
3: No, I answered your tweet when you were like, "Jimmy just lost his job," and I was like, "Hell yeah!" And Debo's not fucking helping him. Oh, sorry, by dropping all the. Oh no, balls. you can curse now. We're past the seven-minute mark. Let it let it rip, baby. Oh yeah. No, I mean, you know, I'm. I was ready to come on the show and eat crow. Like Tuesday is going to be a fucking blast. Let me tell you that right now, because I've got so much anger right now about the play calling in the first quarter. You know, the the receivers can't fucking catch the ball like i don't know gee i haven't looked at the stats but it had to be at least nine drops by debo it's felt like anyway you know and other receivers too you know and then holding calls that weren't done pi calls that shouldn't have been fucking called it was just angry i was angry and then you know obviously i made the comment that i'd never been to a game i was like whoa, we're gonna fucking win i'm gonna see one and then 30 seconds left i'm like god damn it he's gonna go with the the Hail Mary passes, he's gonna get in field goal range and they're gonna lose this game. sure as shit, that's what ends up happening. I told you, don't go to the but, game, bro. Like I, I'm with you. Like I Jimmy was not accurate, but when balls are hitting players in their hands, they should be catching them. And there was just too many drops, regardless of whether it was in their chest or not. They hit hands and their players were just dropping them all night long. That's how it felt. I have not looked at the stat board, so I can't you know say specifically how many drops there were but it just felt ridiculous and i, I was have... pissed that trey didn't start the second half after they put him in there to do that and then i was pissed because trey wait 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 whoa whoa whoa, and whoa, and he whoa misses his cut to get in the end zone hold
1: on brian hold on you can't speed past that you can't do that that's what because you sir are the biggest jimmy garoppolo supporter on this show
3: Right, and I will continue to be a drop, Garoppolo supporter until yes. Kyle changes his fucking mind. But, but right now I think say, he should change his mind. But you just said you were pissed that Trey didn't start the second half? I was. After he went in there and they after they put him in, here, in there for that scoring drive, you know, the fucking one-yard run, like, he should have come back out. Obviously, Jimmy was having an off day. They should have, to me, Trey should have started the second half. And I was pissed that he wasn't out there. But I was also pissed at Trey because, at least from my vantage point, there was a lane that he could have taken right around the corner. There was no reason to try to beat Alexander to the fucking sideline. He could have turned up the field and scored a touchdown before that. So even with his legs, I didn't feel like he was reading right. And, they, and like, he got two snaps, but or he only got one snap. He was in for two plays. You know, I just felt like they should have utilized him more. I was I was just pissed. But, you know, obviously at this juncture, I don't think that anything's going to change. I think that Jimmy's still going to be the starting quarterback. You know, I think that's just Shanahan's plan, and we're going to fucking have to deal with it. (laughs) You know? Do you think that – Can you turn your mic up just a little bit because I can barely hear you.
1: Absolutely. Oh, perfect. There we go. All right. I got two or three questions for you. Yeah, shoot. One, do you think that Jimmy played really well tonight?
3: No. No
1: why is kyle shanahan saying that to start his presser honestly
3: hey, this is an overreaction show i have no fucking clue
1: no is it is it for trade value I'm, i want you there's no trade market for jimmy so
3: there's no value to be raised right i agree so help why i, can't, I don't know <laughs> like I, I wish i had an answer for you mike i really do okay uh,
1: now after two games of seeing this after what? After two games of seeing this. Yep. How do you see us finishing the season if Jimmy were to stay in here?
3: Okay. Again, I, I will throw the caveat out there that Jimmy wasn't perfect, but when you're hitting your receivers in the hands, what seemed like at least nine drops happened when it was in their hands. So I got to take, like, I have to give a little bit of that credit for the loss to Debo. I know that he recovered a little bit in the second half, but that first half, like, again, I haven't looked at the numbers, but it, I felt like he just kept dropping. Like, every pass that went to Debo was getting dropped. And they didn't change up receivers at all. We didn't see Sherfield like, as a target. I'm like, what? The f-? Like, he's been your go-to guy for the longer plays, and we didn't use it.
1: Is this a playoff team with the way this team is constructed right now?
3: I think that it can be, but oh, well, I guess no, because I'm going to go with the secondary needs to be fixed. I was really pissed about that too. Why the fuck would you slide Lenore inside after Shark gets hurt and then put Dante Johnson on the outside when we saw that Dante Johnson can play in, so- in the slot at the end of last year? So you that changed, made no sense to me. whatsoever. changed
2: two
1: positions instead of changing just one.
3: Right. It didn't make sense to me, but it is what it is.
1: <clears throat> so what else did you see while you were there, man? Tony, I know you said you had questions for the guys that were there to see it live. Uh, what yeah. questions did you want to ask them?
2: Um, was one wide receiver open on every play? Okay. Yes.
3: One. For, for yes, obvious. I just, unfortunately, none of us know where they were at in the progression. So yes, I, I I was always open. There
1: was the play where...
3: They, they can hear you. Oh, yeah.
1: There was a play where Jimmy was back And pressure came right up the middle from Max guy. Jimmy rolls to the right and Brunskill, he runs to the back of Brunskill and Brunskill's guy grabs Jimmy and he gets the sack. Was somebody open
3: on that play? I don't remember that play specifically, so I don't want to answer that until I look. I got to go back and watch the L22, man, to be honest with you. Because there's just so much emotion going on also. So, I mean, some of this stuff could be not accurate in my head but right now i just am angry at the drops i'm angry at the conservative play calling uh, i'm angry that we didn't you like there was a whoa, spark whoa, whoa, that whoa, happened whoa. at the end of the second
1: conservative play calling
3: yeah in the, in the beginning well i mean to me it seemed i am not a big fan of the whole like let's uh we got 10 yards to go let me just uh drop this ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage and hope that we get the yak on it like in your third and six fucking throw the ball seven yards down the field
1: if you've got all the drops that you say we've had, mm-hmm. if we've got a quarterback performing to the way that's got me pissed off, why the fuck would I call something that deep
3: if they can't execute the little shit that I'm asking you to? Because what we, what we were doing wasn't working, so we needed to change something to me. So I'm gonna ask
1: you to do something easy. You can't do it, so let's let's up the difficulty now. We might have to. Brian, it doesn't make any sense.
3: Okay, maybe not up you can look at it as up, upping the difficulty. I'm just saying train, change what you're doing cuz doing the same thing over expecting different results is stupid.
1: It's and literally insanity. Yes, I, that I is the you.
3: definition of insanity.
1: I got you. All right. All right, well, any I mean like look man, I this this game hurt my feelings. It insulted my senses to sit down and watch this entire game. It did. One I thought Ward killed
3: in. fucking Adams though. I thought he was like he wasn't moving at all on the field.
2: Yeah. And what's crazy okay, is, can I ask you this, I don't mean to cut you off. No, yeah. I he cleared a concussion protocol so
3: fast. Yeah. Good fucking question, right? Mm-hmm. I thought when they took his helmet away, I figured he was done. And then when he walked out, when he came out of the tent, I was like, what? The-? And they gave him his helmet back. He went to the sidelines. I'm like, something's not, something wasn't right to me, but you get, they- yeah, whatever. The ticky tack calls were bullshit. I mean, I I honestly, from my perspective, that ball, the one pass that I caught, it looked like the tip of the ball slammed in the ground and there was jostling. So to me, it shouldn't have been a completed pass.
1: Yes. So listen, I I wanted to talk about that because people are going to say, well, we had a one point lead and we should have held on to it. So there's a lot of faithful in here watching right now that blame the defense for this loss. I don't think we should have been in it in the first place. That's a new pass. That ball moved when it hit the ground. I thought so too. I Even watched on the big screen. I was like, replay that ball moved when it hit the ground, but cool. They gave it to us. That final drive, when we were down six, mm-hmm. there were two pass interference calls that saved that drive. And there were two miraculous third and 10 conversions on that same drive. Yeah. And what I've been telling people is that's not part of the course. You don't get four drive sustaining plays like that on one drive
3: right
1: that's not normal so well, to me, we shouldn't ahead. even have had the lead in this game now no, granted, we got it yeah. but we said something i don't know if you guys saw it or not we said something when we started the show ball don't lie good teams are going to win over bad teams right doesn't matter when at when the luck changes and when the wind shifts but the calls will somehow find a way to even themselves out now i feel like that's what happened this game the niners were not the better team today Had we won that game, I still would have felt that way. And I would be saying the same thing. Because week one, I thought it was a great win. I thought we had the game in control. I know that the other team came back, but that was after we pulled some of our starters. Right. We said, oh, shit, they're coming back. Starters get out there, finish the job. Cool. Week two, I said, I didn't feel like the team needed to do a whole lot to beat that team. They did the bare minimum, and it worked. And I compared week two to when we played the Falcons that year okay. and I said we tried to do minimal but the Falcons us. right had it not worked I would have said it was the same thing fortunately for us it worked at that time here I am again today I don't think this was the minimum I honestly think Kyle felt like his arms were tied but why didn't he make the change what was the body language like on the side? Like, did you guys see any No, I'm too like- far away
3: to see the fucking sidelines, man.
1: <laughs> well, what were people around you guys saying? Like, what was the feeling in the stands? Tell us what it was like when Trey first went out there, the touchdown. Like, tell us about the vibe with Jimmy out there in the center versus when Trey came out with just, just two plays. Like, what, what was, it, was there any difference
3: at all? I didn't any- feel like people were upset about Jimmy. It was, you know, when the passes kept getting dropped. I mean, at least the where with the section we were at, I mean, you could definitely feel it. Unfortunately, the section we were in also was probably at least a quarter Packers. Like, I think they stuck all the Packers fans in my section. Um, so, obviously, I mean, it may have been a little skewed. But, um, you know, the, like the guys that were in our row that uh, we were talking to um, and celebrating with when it was good, you know, they kept talking about um, – a lot of them would be like, Jimmy's not performing. I'm like, well, Jimmy's not performing, but he's still hitting his receivers in the hands and they're dropping the balls. So, I mean, it's it's a shared, to me, that's a shared responsibility. If you can get it there and be within a target, it may not be on target, but if it's in within the target and you got your hands on the ball, your job as a wide receiver is to catch that fucking ball. And to me, it was just too many drops. I don't know how many there were, but it seemed like a lot. I saw.
1: All right, guys, we're going to wrap this thing up because I have work in the morning. It's already after 1 a.m. So this is what we're going to do here. I'm going to ask you guys one question, and I want you guys to give me an honest answer, okay? And it's going to have nothing to do with Jimmy, so I'm going to take this down off. If there was one thing that this team could do to get this season back on track, this is now three games where majority of people feel like we shouldn't have won any of these games. It's now three games like that. Okay, if there is something we can do to salvage this season on this roster, whether it be the coaching staff or the or the players, what is that move outside the organization, inside the organization, whatever it is, conjure up whatever it is that you guys can do? If you can make one change
3: to salvage this season, what would that what would that change be? Well, first of all, it's one loss. I don't think there's a salvage of season at this point, but uh, I think that our secondary needs to be addressed. We need to go find someone who can actually fucking play that position, and leave them in those positions. Like I know that Mosley had some good plays, but he also had some bad plays. But you know, I I I was irritated most about the movement of Lenore. I thought that he was doing well with where he was at, um, and then put it just it boggle my mind that they swapped them out like the way they did i know that lenore can play inside fine but so can dante johnson leave lenore on the outside because dante wasn't doing great on the outside i didn't feel like he was doing great on the outside um so to me it's addressed the secondary um because i i can't say it's time to put in trey because i don't know what i still don't know what it is that kyle obviously he's saying the things at the presser that he thought jimmy had a, gr- a good game or whatever was the quote that you had up there but i don't know what it is and that's what we were talking about on the way back what is it like that he sees in jimmy that we that keeps him from putting trey in is it processing is it the speed of release is it you know But see brian that wasn't my question. what that no no
1: no that wasn't that was never my question i want to be clear here so when you guys saw what we were talking right, about i don't there, think there's one thing that we can change no, 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 no. That's not what. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. What, I'm talking about what your trade to Jimmy thing. I'm just oh. talking about that right now, right? So I put that comment up there because it's not about when is he going to put in Trey for me. I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. I've said what I said. When Trey is ready, I think he gets to start. Before sure. then, it won't happen. Kyle's going to stick with Jimmy until he thinks Trey can do it. I and I st- after this game, I still believe it, right? But I want to know why Jimmy is above reproach in Kyle's eyes. Why won't he say anything negative about Jimmy at the fucking podium? I don't know that he attacked the offensive line tonight when he was at the podium. Oh, yeah, I didn't see the presser. Offensive line and receivers. I've never seen this before. He will not say anything negative about Jimmy. And that's the part that I don't get. I don't like I understand coddling the feelings of somebody that you need because this is the only guy we got, it's the only option we got. Bro, you traded up two first-round picks in that year's pick. Jimmy knows already. So you don't have to coddle his feelings anymore. I'm trying to understand why he's still doing it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I can't fathom why he won't just say, Jimmy didn't play the best tonight. He said he played really well. Bullshit, Kyle. Don't yeah. – like I, I said it on here you're putting lipstick on a pig you're pissing on me and <laughs> like these are not acceptable statements. like I, I don't get when you when you critique the offensive line when your quarterback who had got sacked four times ran into two of those sacks. you understand what I'm saying? Like how are you critiquing everybody on the offense except him? I don't get it. that's that was my whole gripe
3: with that statement. And that's what I'm asking you. Like, why why, only, why? do you think that's happening? The only thing that I can think of, like, again, I didn't watch the so I don't, I didn't watch, you know, Kyle's body language or any of that kind of stuff. You know, like you were saying earlier, maybe it has something to do with trying to salvage some sort of trade value in the long run. Um, I just don't see it because I don't see a market for Jimmy anywhere <clears throat> until there's some catastrophic injury someplace. Uh, but even if Jimmy didn't, didn't so if Jimmy's level was should be here and it was down here tonight, the receivers would be here. Their shit was on the fucking floor as far as I'm concerned. From my perspective, just with like I said, I haven't looked at the stats, but it felt like the, the team had to have it like a dozen drops. That's how it felt. Like I didn't count them, didn't keep track of them, haven't looked at the stat board yet. So I don't know. But it just felt that way from my perception, perspective, excuse me. <clears throat> all right so what i don't know win- to answer your question earlier though but i don't think it's one thing there's multiple well, said, things that have to happen no i get that but if you had to pick one it would be the secondary you said i think for me it's the secondary i was pissed off that that we were playing against the third string left tackle and we couldn't get a sack from bosa what what I and mean, if he's being double teamed and triple teamed then the other parts of the defensive line should have been blowing up that backfield Rodgers had all day to throw, as far as I could
2: tell. He also got rid of the ball a lot faster than normal. That that's that we said that on the pregame show that he he's gonna in order to slow down that line with that type of <clears throat> loss of injuries they're gonna get they're gonna fire the ball out of his hands quick. He spent a lot of times in the sh- a lot of time in the shotgun, just bang bang, getting it out, and and that's how you slow down a rush. So you know kudos kudos to them that's good coaching you take away the strength of a team by eliminating their defensive line and it's you know
3: exposes their defense yeah absolutely sorry i barely have my voice now it's just I was so so just i was angry i mean there was there was so many different little pieces you know and i would get it if they're if there was a lot of bad calls, there was a couple of calls that were bad our way, you know, you know, but to be fair, even though there's bad calls that went our way, there was, you know, that pass that they took forever to review and finally said, it play stands. Like to me, I thought we shouldn't have made that shouldn't have been a conversion. Like that, that was an incomplete pass. So I think we had some things go our way. We had some things not go our way. Um, so I can't really blame the officiating. I felt as though I'm tired of seeing the vanilla offense that, um, other than that weird snap to juice that trey came in for that was just something i don't recall seeing before but um it may have happened before but i don't remember it but to me it was a lot of uh vanilla uh play calling you're on mute mike i i actually really liked that play no it was an interesting play is that that because... was like the only thing that was outside of
1: the book though for what we normally see well, so what? in my opinion, what happens is you got your offensive lineman, and you got, you got Juice over here, well, over here on this side because I'm opposite sides, and he runs under the center, right? But Trey is still behind him. So they're all low. They're crouched. You snap the ball, the linebackers have to pop up and wait to see who has the ball. That's enough time for Juice to just drive forward for the one yard, as opposed to if you crowd the line and you put Trey under center, They're just going to pile in right away. You get what I'm saying? So I thought that was interesting. I thought that was a cute play. I ain't going to say good, but I thought it was a cute
3: play. Oh, I'm angry at Jimmy Chi too, there, Long Island girl. It's just uh, I I think he needed some help from his fucking receivers and wasn't getting it. All right, so. I will say this. When at the the, – In the fourth quarter, when Kittle caught that ball, caught that pass and just kind of barreled his way, Um, I wasn't obviously in New Orleans, but it had that kind of a vibe, you know, uh, from the 19th season when he was just trying to carry players down the field. Uh, And so I think the the tone in the stadium definitely changed there. You know, everybody thought, okay, this is where we're going to go. But, uh, you know, obviously uh, we left – you're just a little bit too much time on the clock we know that jim or that uh, aaron Rodgers loves to throw those uh, hail marys you know and all he had to do was get in field goal range uh so 30 seconds is more than enough time for him to do that
1: tony give me your one move man one move to make this season salvageable
2: they need to make a decision at the quarterback position it has to be done it's either you stick you stick with jimmy and you figure things out, or you make the move now, because it, it, Jimmy looked absolutely horrible today, in my opinion. From watching it here, he, he he was playing scared. He was playing like like he he was rattling that pocket. It just wasn't a good look. I, I'm I'm very, it, it, I'm just it, I'm so frustrating. I'm very, it, it, I can't even explain it. I said it so many times, it's so frustrating to watch this team play. It really is. It's 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 sad. And you know, I know, yeah, he we got into the end zone, we took the lead. I understand that. But before that, all the shit like there were times, like I I don't know. Maybe you could see it, Brian. There's were several times I'm watching it on the camera. Yep. And the sec the safeties were inside 10 yards from the line of scrimmage.
3: Okay. You, yep. can't, you can't move the ball like that. You can't. Right. No, I kept waiting for that play that they have in the book where uh, the Sherfield play that we saw in pre – well, I don't know, um, that we saw Trey make in preseason. I was waiting for something like that where we could get something open long down the sides, and it just never came out. Like, I, I was just getting so frustrated with the short play calling and, you know, the plays behind the lines where you have to ex- depend on the yak – you know, and then we had plays that were going to Debo and I, and, uh, behind the line. And I mean, and he missed those, missed a couple of those too. And it's just, it was frustrating to see the drops. Uh, because, you know, I, I, I thought, I think of Debo as an Anquan Bolden type. He's a possession receiver. Like, that's how I envision his usage here. And, uh, you know, it was just out of character for him to have that many drops. But it just felt like, yeah, to me, it just seemed like a lot. Maybe it wasn't a lot, but, Maybe that's just the emotion taking over, but I definitely felt like it was a lot of drugs.
1: I don't want to talk about it no more, man. Yeah, dude,
2: boy. People are still blaming Kyle for the play call. Man. No, no, yeah. listen.
1: There, there were – no, and, and they're right. They're right. Like, you're – like, listen, and, and here's the biggest example of that, right? Ryan, you were there before the half was over. How many plays did we run – before Trey ran it in. How many plays we, how many plays did we run? Like,
3: like five or four or five something
1: like that? From the one right from the one before Trey went in. What? What was it that was like down? four or five plays, right? It seemed like that, yeah. I don't but I don't have the exact count. One of them was not a single one was a run play. They were all in shotgun. The only thing Jimmy Garoppolo has done well this year is the quarterback sneak. That's what I thought they were going to (laughs) do. And you didn't give them the opportunity to do it once. So I understand people saying the play calling, Tony. Like, I I get it. Like, I think you and I have compartmentalized this. And so you and I are just looking at the second half as opposed to the first half because the second half play calling was significantly better than the first half. Absolutely. So I think when people are saying, oh, the play calling, I think they're looking at the game in totality. You and I have moved on, and we're just looking at what we saw at the end there because we've already reflected on the first half and moved on. If you can, if you include this entire game play calling in the first half, ass cheeks. Quarterback play all game, ass cheeks. Uh, pass catchers, ass cheeks. Right. Run game, non-existent. You get what I'm saying? So defense giving up the biggest plays at the worst time. Pass interferences that were bullshit. I don't even think two of them were real, but whatever. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, th- so when people say there's blame to go around for everybody, I understand what they're saying. I do. I swear I do. However, I think with better quarterback play comes better play calling, comes better pass catching, comes better run playing, comes a more well-rested defense, and it's a trickle-down effect that changes everything. And that's why I have a problem with Kyle saying, Jimmy played really well. Because I think if that one position was better, it affects the rest of the entire team. And for him to say he played really well is driving me crazy i can't get it out of my mind i can't get it out of my mind man and so here we are it's almost 1 30 i'm going home no no no, no. It's, it's everybody let's get final thoughts so we can get out of here because I'm, I'm done i don't, I don't want to discuss this anymore we're at an hour and a half already i i don't i don't have anything else to say that i'm gonna sound you know when a person gets drunk and they just keep repeating themselves right hi that's me <laughs> yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are, fellas. I can't I can't keep doing it. So, let's do final thoughts. Gerald Roden, thanks for the last contribution of the night. He says, "He don't mean to keep bashing Jimmy, but on that's the new pass, the announcer said it wasn't a good pass. If it was a better pass, he should have gotten yak." Let me tell you, man. Not only was it this a new pass you're talking about, there was a pass to Debo where Debo went up to grab the ball, got blasted. But if it was a pass in front of him, the, the defender would have ran right past him. But because Debo had to stop and go up, he got hit in the back. It was a game, and I think it was a first down, but it would have been a much, much bigger game if Jimmy continued to lead Debo across the field. And the, I mean, look,
3: but that's Jimmy. That's, there, I'm, uh, I'm just happy when he can get the fucking ball there. So I got a question for you. On that play that... Uh, Jimmy threw the pass, Kittle lays out his hands, and Alexander fucking snaked that bitch. Was that on Jimmy, Kittle, or was it just an outstanding play by Alexander? Are you talking about the interception? Yeah. Because I felt like that was just a great play by Alexander because the ball was right right where Kittle could catch it. It was in his mitts, and it looked like, from my perspective, again, I'm in 400 section, but it looked like Alexander literally stuck his hands over the top of Kittle's hands and took the ball from him.
2: It was a great play by the defender, definitely. But in order for a defender to commit and break like that, that means Jimmy stared the down shit and down, right. And that's where it could become the issue on Jimmy. But I mean, listen, it is what it is. You know, it was a great play by the defender. I mean, when you watch it, like you know, on TV, Brian, you're gonna see it, it was a little over his hand. Yeah, like Killer was fully extended and right. the ball he caught his uh what's his name put his hands in front not on top in front of his okay. hand made that catch
3: so it was a little long
2: it was a little long i mean but i mean to to commit and make a break like that jimmy stared Kittle down and he saw yeah
3: cuz they didn't really show the replay of the actual interse- interception um or at least I didn't see it when I wasn't paying attention. Probably because I was pissed off about the interception. But I didn't look at the big board and I didn't see a replay. So I was curious about that part. I mean, hopefully, I can see more on the twenty-two when I look at it. But. I'm going to bed. I'm raw still, so you know I'm sure I'll change some thought processes or whatever over the next couple of days. But I got an eight-hour drive tomorrow to get back home.
1: Final thoughts, Tony. Let's go.
2: Uh, I think we've said it numerous times. Uh, <laughs> it's frustrating. It didn't have to be this way. Uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that I came into this thinking that Jimmy could J- Jimmy's Jimmy's ability with Kyle's ability to call a game, Jimmy could have done enough to win this game. But I, I mean, I was wrong. Uh, I guess I was definitely wrong. I just it's sad because, you know, this game could come back. I mean, throw the Super Bowl expectations out the window. I don't think this team was a Super Bowl team. I thought we could make a run for the playoffs. But in this division that we have, you know, we're, we're number three now. Mm. So I'm one and two. We're two and one. Everybody else is undefeated. So we're one game back behind two very good teams right now. So it is what it is. Um, you just got to continue to take one week at a time, play your best execute practice do what you got to do but you know it's just a major letdown all those fans in that stadium and and they came out like that and
3: played like that it's i don't know it's very sad yeah and it was it was a little irritating to see ken law dancing on the big screen i'm like dude you need to be using the energy to go get that quarterback so that was frustrating to see too All right, B, what about you, man? You know, like I said, uh, just got back from the game, a little raw still. Um, I think there's fault that can go in a lot of different directions. You know, some of it does belong to Jimmy. Some of it belongs to the receiving core. Like I said, I think some of it belongs to the conservative or the vanilla-ish Kyle Shanahan system that we continue to see and not changing things up enough. Uh, I still think that we are playoff – contenders i just think we have to figure out how to get over the hump but we definitely need to address the secondary from my standpoint um but as always you know do people have differing opinions and you know be good to each other and kind of respect that you know i mean people are going to have hurt feelings about different things that happen with this game and um just have to move forward you know and you know have a an actual conversation with people about it rather than just throwing you know stuff back and forth because you don't like what's going on there's obviously a reason for you know what's going on obviously kyle you know like kyle said the other day you know you don't you don't need a fantasy team when you run one um unfortunately i just don't feel like he's running it the right way i, I think that the green bay packers did a great job uh, uh plant game planning you know especially when they knew that their left side was going to be weak um, they did what they needed to do to compensate for that, so um, keep both out of the backfield. Whether some of that was holding or not, uh, you know, that's up to debate. Um, what I saw on film, sure, or on the replays sure looked like there was some holding going on, but uh, it is what it is. You know, we'll move on and uh, head into next week. You know, hopefully, we'll take down Seattle. Right? That's next week, right? Yeah, so. um, other than that, you know, my normal. Mahalo for watching. Aloha.
1: My final thoughts are this, man. Kyle Shanahan is full of shit. I don't <laughs> trust anything he says anymore. I'm, I'm being real, bro. I, I'm tired of trying to figure out Kyle Shanahan. I, for the last three weeks, I've been saying I'm going to take him at his word. I think Kyle's been telling you exactly how he felt all along, and we were just outsmarting ourselves trying to figure it out. We were making a puzzle out of a plain sheet of paper. That's what I've been feeling. And then tonight, this happens. I'm done trying to play the guessing game with Kyle Shanahan. I'm done. And until he can be honest with all of his players, I don't believe a thing he says about any of them. That's where I'm at right now. Maybe it's the overreaction. Maybe it's the alcohol in me. But whatever it is, it's real, and it's me at this moment. And i changed my mind maybe later on. But right now, that's how I feel. What's up, B? I
3: just want to say one th- last thing. Shout out to all the faithful that showed up and gave Nick and I love this weekend. I appreciate it. Uh, We had a blast. Hopefully we can all get together and do this again.
1: Yeah, you guys all deserve better. All 68,000 of you that were at that stadium, you guys deserve better. You guys deserve better. This was not acceptable. Faithful, don't settle. Don't tell yourselves that the best this team is because this was not the best this team is. Don't tell yourselves that this is the best quarterback option that we have. And I'm not talking about Jimmy. I'm talking about what we saw on the field tonight. Jimmy Garoppolo will tell you this was a bad game for him. So don't let Kyle convince you that Jimmy played a good game. Don't let these receivers tell you that they were their best tonight because they weren't either. Don't let a single defender on this team tell you that this was the best that we could do because that's not true. Other than special teams, this team was trashed tonight. We shouldn't have been in it. We had no business with a one-point lead with less than a minute left to go in this game. Nothing you saw about this team tonight was reality. And anyone trying to sell you on a dream is a liar, and they would try to sell an ice cube in hell. You can't (laughs) trust them. You cannot trust them, guys. Trust your eyes. You know what you saw. You know what you felt. Stop making excuses for your favorite players. I don't care about the past. I don't care about records. Look at what is. Right now, this team is struggling. We need help in the secondary. We need help at the quarterback position. We need help with running backs. And we may even need help at the linebacker position. I'm not sure that's a different story for a different time. But here's what I do know. You guys have been great. Thanks for rocking out. We're going home, guys. Peace out. We love you guys.
0: we them nothing banana. Nothing but niners. We, nothin nothin but niners. Niners. we nothing but nothin nine. We nothing but niners. We nothing but yeah. We them banana.